With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes flawed technology saves you. And I was really pissed off when I started the initial stream, which ended because of a glitch with YouTube. That was good. We've had a little bit of time, a couple of minutes to kind of check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and say something that we might regret in ill temper over watching Indiana lose this game to, uh, to Penn State in a fashion that was absolutely hideous. <clears throat> the coaching, non-existent. Did it look like that coaching staff even gave a shit that Indiana was losing? Did it look like they cared? I have no idea what's going on in the minds of these guys. Leaders. Supposed leaders. And what about the players? They came out and played pretty well to begin things, and I think that they got to a point where they thought, all right, we've proven we're the better team. Now, yeah, whatever. And that's kind of where you wound up in this game. Uh, Kalel Ware was 17 in the first half, finishes with 25 and 11. You know what? Kalel Ware cleaned up a lot of crap, uh, a lot of missed shots. And on the defensive end, my God, you allowed, Indiana allowed, Penn State to hit 54.5% today, 12 of 22 from beyond the arc. Penn State came into the game hitting just 30%, ranked 305th in the country in three-point percentage. And Indiana, once a team gets rolling, these guys are on scholarship too. And as much as we look at Penn State like, yeah, Penn State playing at Assembly Hall at noon, on a Saturday, what are they going to be able to do? Well, I'll tell you what they're able to do. They're able to kick Indiana's ass and make them look like an absolute joke of a basketball program. You got five guys on the floor at almost all times that don't look like they have a, an idea of how to play together. My wife and I are watching a game, and my wife says, uh, I don't know what their offense is. What are they trying to do on offense other than set ball screens and penetrate? What, what, is, what is this? Exactly right. She knows basketball pretty well. This is a team that wound up finding a little bit of a spark on Tuesday night against Iowa. And today, absolutely, that spark, and it wasn't Penn State that threw water on it. It just, you know what? Penn State wanted to play better basketball today than Indiana did. And so Indiana takes its foot off the gas, decides, you know what, enough's enough. We got other things to worry about. I don't know what they're worried about, but I thought Indiana was absolute garbage today. And I don't say that lightly. 
We've seen Indiana play bad basketball in the past. In 2017, that wasn't a lot of fun. You know what? 2010 wasn't a lot of fun because IU was just kind of, right? They, they didn't have a lot of talent. You understood what that team was and where that team needed to go from where it was, and you felt like at least Tom Crean had some kind of concept of what basketball looked like. Now we found out that he, he, he did, but only to an extent. And you need a guy who absolutely can teach the game and is motivated to teach a game and wants to win. And what you look at right now with Indiana, and maybe this is harsh, coming off a loss to Penn State, but he looks like a guy who's really, really happy at the age of 65 or 66, making $4 million a year to watch basketball. That's what it looks like. He may be going out and recruiting, and he looks at the Sicily kid, and he looks at the kid from Greenfield Central. All good. Fine. But you've got to get the, the guys you've got on scholarship today to play basketball in a cohesive way, or you've got to make changes. And I don't know whether Woodson just has no interest in the headaches that come with the change, or, or with, maybe he's saying, you know, this is my last contract no matter what. What am I worried about? I'm going to drink wine, smoke cigars, and watch some basketball. And maybe if I impart a little bit of wisdom from time to time, I can look myself in the mirror at the beginning of the day and say, you know what, you're earning your money. Maybe that's where we are. That sounds harsh, but it's like it, it fits what we're watching. And I don't like that. And you've got the problem, and we all know what it is. We all know that Quinn Buckner hired Mike Woodson. So is Quinn Buckner now the athletic director of basketball and Scott Dolson runs everything else? Where does change come from? Where does evaluation come from? How is Mike Woodson being held accountable for this train wreck of a team which is not going to the NCAA tournament, shouldn't go to the NCAA tournament, barely made the NCAA tournament in his first year, and got knocked out of the NCAA tournament in the second round in his second year. Where is this program headed? Well, I got to get him over to hump. How? How do you get them over the hump? You know, this is not... It, it, what it looks like to me, what it looks like this program is, it's a place for NBA-bound basketball players, players who want to play in the NBA, to come and work out and get their bodies ready for the draft. That's what it looks like. Winning for old IU, that might matter to three of these guys. The others, they couldn't point to Bloomington, Indiana on a map. So what do you have here? You got a complete, untethered mess. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, by the way, uh, PJ says, are we recruiting the wrong guys? Are we hitting the wrong, uh, hiring the wrong coaches to develop players? I don't think it's an either or. I don't think it's necessarily the wrong guys. You know what I mean? Although I do think that Indiana puts a premium on talent at a level that's just kind of silly. How many guys from Wisconsin are going to wind up going to the NBA? How many guys from Purdue historically have gone to the NBA, have succeeded in the NBA? Virtually none. But they just keep winning Big Ten titles, man. Are, are Are you in the game of building a minor league NBA program, or are you in the game building a potential Big Ten champion who can go into the NCAA tournament and win games? That's the question. This is an Indiana post game, an instant Indiana loses post game, and so the, the thumbnail, of course, the universal sign of Indiana University basketball distress. This also works for football. Although we don't get distressed over football too much, or we haven't in the past, because we have no expectations for football, and that's just just the way that is. Uh, when you give up 54.5% from beyond the arc to a team that ranks 305th in three-point percentage, you got a problem. Your defense is problematic. When you've got guys making the poor decisions that they make with the basketball under a little bit of pressure, you got a real problem. This is a team that looked like, looked like, I'm not making accusations, but they looked like they were out until about 3 in the morning. If you're not willing to prepare to win, you're not going to win. Indiana losing today, they're dead in the NCAA tournament, and they should be. You can't, you shouldn't be issued an invitation to the NCAA tournament if you have no chance whatsoever of winning it. If you can't see a way through to get to the Sweet 16, somehow or another, you can't be invited to that event. Indiana losing to Penn State today at home, you can't make a case that they'd win a game against any of the best 68 teams in the country. Um... For Penn State, you know what? It really looked like they didn't give a damn who scored the basketball, did they? Didn't look like they cared. Indiana always looks like it cares who scores. And actually, they've usually got a couple of guys 
who you, you can tell don't care, and then a couple of guys who really care. And that's a problem. You know, you've got a guy, and I knew he was going to take the shot, and, and this is not an overt criticism of, of Gabe Cups because I would be frustrated too. But the shot he kind of forced, you can tell he was frustrated as hell with the way this team is operating and the understanding that this team has of the game of basketball. It's hard to watch. It, you know what? The games that they've won have been a little bit hard to watch. That game against Iowa, you're kind of scratching your head saying, my God, this is how they're choosing to play basketball. If Iowa wasn't sticking the place up, Indiana's got no chance whatsoever. And that's happened in, in a few of the wins for Indiana. Where, But you've got to give Indiana credit, too, for that, that Indiana is playing against teams that look bad. Okay, Indiana may have had something to do with that. Let's not overlook that. But today, in the second half, you get beat 48-30 to 30 by Penn State. What are you doing? And Mike Woodson just kind of standing there, sort of staring at stuff, holding his hands, and the guy who sits to his left from Princeton kind of sits there very politely. I, where is like an emotional check, right, where you're going to try to get these guys to sort of flip the switch and start playing like it matters to them. I know that shouldn't be the job of a coach. And you ought to go out and recruit guys who are going to go out and be tenacious and play hard every single possession. Indiana doesn't have that. I think one of the problems, i got to tell you the truth, we've been talking about Xavier Johnson like he's the only problem on this team. Trey Galloway is a problem. Trey Galloway is a mess. He, he is not a good – he hit a shot under duress today, and that was fine. Overall, Galloway, 12 points, 5 of 12 from the field, 2 of 3 – or 2 of 7 from beyond the arc. Only one turnover. It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. I don't know whether it's he doesn't know what he's doing or he doesn't know it's expected of him on this team. That's a problem. I don't know what the communication is from that staff to the players that gives these guys a clue as to what they're supposed to do. And that's a problem. Nice kids, I think all of these guys are nice kids. You go to media day, you're like, wow, great guys. And then you watch them play basketball, and they look like great guys. But some of them, soft guys, and all of them, ill-fitting on this roster, and that's a problem. Who would go to Indiana? Wait, let me ask you this uh, about Indiana recruiting. And, and this, uh, I think this really prescient question, to tell you the truth, not to pat myself on the back of the head too much. Why would a kid go to Indiana? Like he's going out and looking at the kid at Greenfield Central and going down and looking at Sisley, and, you know, they, they've got McNeely coming, and they want Derek Queen coming. Why would those guys pledge Indiana? What does Indiana offer that they would, they would prefer Indiana over, let's say, Purdue? Or prefer Indiana over Michigan? Or prefer Indiana over Illinois or Ohio State? Why would they choose Indiana? Not the, not the potential to win. Indiana hadn't won a game that's really been meaningful since 2016. They've won a Big Ten since then. 13, they won a Big Ten. 02, they won some big games getting to the national championship game. 87, 
that's the last time they hung a banner that meant a thing, anything, right? So it's not about winning. It's not about playing for Indiana. No kid at Montverde wants to, oh, my God, playing at Indiana, this would be the best. That doesn't happen nationally. I don't think it ever did happen nationally. It didn't have to happen nationally because you could get kids from Indiana, Illinois, and Ohio that absolutely won. They were all Indiana-style basketball players. They weren't all from Indiana, but they all fit what the Indiana culture was. What is the culture that Indiana recruits to and coaches to? I don't know. Do you know? Do you see it? Is it a culture of toughness? Is it a culture of precision? Is it a culture of what? Pressure? No. This is a culture of comfort, and it is a culture of NIL. Get your bag, go through, the, go through your workouts, get yourself ready to play in the NBA. That is Indiana basketball, and that's pathetic. And I'm just about where I can't take it anymore. Where a, a Saturday at noon, I got better shit to do than watch this Indiana team play basketball. I'll continue to do it because it's what I do. Like I, I don't, it's like Christmas morning. You get up and give people presents, you know, and you open your presents. It's what you do on Christmas. Here with Indiana basketball, it's game day. We watch the game on game day. Watching fans leave Simon Scott Assembly Hall early. Four minutes left in this game. What an indictment on Indiana basketball that is. Holy cow. I don't know, I don't know where we are in terms, like, and Dan brought this up on Two Big Brains. Dan Dockich and I did uh, Two Big Brains yesterday. And he was talking about the NBA coaches coming into college basketball, and does it ever work? Sometimes it works in the other direction, like Patino is a college basketball coach going to the NBA. Then he came back to college basketball. That kind of works. Larry Brown was good in both areas. He was good, cheater, but good at SMU. Cheater, but good at Kansas. You know, those two kind of odd, you know, maybe exceptions, but hiring guys like Chris Mullen or Pat Ewing or it would seem Mike Woodson, uh, Juwan Howard, does not seem to be the correct way to go about getting a college basketball team to where that program needs to be. You know, that's just not it. So we'll see what happens and we'll keep watching, but we know this. This, this team is broken. They exhibited the traits of a broken team earlier today. And Mike Woodson's going to say, I got to get him over to Hump. Hump's pretty damn high, Mike. And you build it. So, ah, now what do we do? What do we, we wait to watch Caitlin Clark? Well, we wait to watch Purdue and Wisconsin tomorrow? Golly, jeez. It's February 3rd. I'm not ready to put away Indiana basketball yet, but it seems like Indiana basketball is ready to put away Indiana basketball. So what the hell choice do we have? 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.